Hey there, y'all. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Beast on Run. I'm your host, Ali Ann, and today we are going over the topic seven ways to analyze your schedule. And even though this is the month that we are talking about recovery, this does not have to be done during a time of recovery. It can be done whenever, but this is something that I like to do during recovery, and it is to analyze my schedule um, for... A while I did not do it intentionally, but I have been doing that more recently because it's the perfect time. I don't have to worry about getting training in or getting things done because recovery is the time that you're supposed to be resting and recovering. So thank you very much for tuning in and I will let you get to the episode. So I wanted to start this episode off with a little bit of a story. And it was when I first started running, I'm going to say within the first year or two, I really wanted to be a runner. I wanted it so bad and I never could really make the time for it. I felt like everything clashed. I like my schedule just wouldn't allow it to work out. And we went to a friend's house one time and the guy asked me uh, how my training was going, how running was going. And I said that I didn't have time and like everything worked against me and I never could figure out when to run. And he replied with just a simple statement of you make time for what you want to do. And that really struck me in that moment because I was like... I I just started thinking, I was like, is that true? And then over the years, God has been showing me that that is true. And my mom, when I was younger, always used to tell me to stop making excuses. And I never understood what an excuse was. I was like, it's not an excuse. It's the truth. That's why I didn't do it. And it always confused me. And it wasn't actually until like a year or two ago that I really realized what an excuse was. And an excuse is just like almost twisting the truth of like for this, for this example of you make time for what you want to do. I had the time, but the way that I set up my schedule and the way that I had expectations and I had to do it this amount of time and I had to do it at this time of the day and around this time of the meal, I was not able to do what I wanted to do. And my excuse was that I didn't have time. When in reality, it was really just that I did not organize my schedule in a way to allow me to be able to do that. And so then ever since that time, I have really been working on like scheduling and priorities and different things. And I've realized that if we write down our schedule, so like for actually an assignment that I have for people is to write down their dream schedule and then write down their current schedule and then compare the two and really ask yourself, do I really not have time to do what I really want to do? Or could I organize my current schedule in a way to actually make time to do what I want to do? Is there things that I don't necessarily like doing or don't necessarily have to do that I could just set aside to make time for what I want to do? And 
This has been something I have really been trying to do and just setting up my priorities, saying this is what is important to me. This is what I need to be doing. And what can, how can I organize my time wisely to be able to do that? And so I wrote down seven tips that have helped me in how I can analyze my schedule to, um, I, I don't know, like fit, fit in what I really want to do rather than doing a bunch of things that don't really matter to me. Or at the end of the day, I'm like, why did I do that? There was no point. And I, I talk about schedules during this month because recovery is a, one of the best times for analyzing our life, for just sitting down and realizing, okay, what could I have done differently? What could I have changed? What could I do next time to make it better? And just really uh, going over what needs to be changed or whatever. And so that's why I wanted to go over how our schedules prove what our priorities are. And so one of the best ways that we can analyze our schedule, of course, is prayer. That is going to be my best thing for everything from now on, just because that has been ingrained in me over the last six months, um, both by other people and by God. Uh, and that is because our relationships are built on communication. And so my prayer time with God is one of the things that I really try to focus on every day and throughout the day even because I want my relationship with Christ to grow. So prayer is going to be the best thing because God has the overall picture. He he knows everything. He can see everything you do, everything you think and he but of course you have to go to him with a humble heart realizing that he's probably going to lead you to things or to realize or bleh, I'm tripping over my tongue. He's probably going to show you things that you do not like. And if you just push him off and say, oh, I don't want to talk about that, or I don't want to think about that, or I don't want to change, he's not going to keep showing you things. So don't quench the spirit. Um, make sure when you're going to him for prayer, that, through prayer, that you are ready to take whatever he leads you to or whatever he brings to mind. And then reading the Bible is also going to be a great way because there is a ton of things in scripture about our time and about redeeming our time and about doing things that's going to matter in eternity and laying aside treasures in heaven and all these different things. It's going to help you realize what your priorities are and it's going to help you schedule your life. And then also that is God's primary way of speaking so you can also then line up what you feel like the Holy Spirit is telling you. And if scripture goes against that, then it is not of God. So that's something to keep in mind too, to make sure your prayers or what you feel like God is saying is always, you're lining it up with scripture. Please don't take it out of context. People do that all the time. Make sure that what you are hearing from God is in scripture and it's written throughout rather than just a verse and then writing down my desires. So in writing down my desires, like I said before, with the um, assignment that I give, you really realize, I don't know, like, 
what God has put in your heart to do. And I'm not just talking about like the desires that you think are possible or the desires that you think you could accomplish. I'm talking about the deep down desires, the ones in your heart that you have shoved down and you have put aside. Ones like, for example, I always really, really wanted to get married. And I had struggled with this for so long until recently God showed me, is that like he, he was asking me over and over, is that really your desire? Do you really want to get married? And I realized, you know, I do want to get married eventually, but not now. And as I looked back, I realized I really didn't want to get married yet. There was things I wanted to do. And of course I was open to it because I was like, I really want to get married, but because I had asked God to change my desires and to take away my desires and give me his, I realized that God was fulfilling my desires and that he was waiting because that's really what I wanted was to wait. I didn't necessarily want to get married when I was younger. So when I say write down your desires, I mean really write down your desires, the ones that just itch at you and that you keep shoving down the ones you really, really want. So like you really want to say for some reason, move away from the certain person. Is that really what you want? Or do you really want to reconcile a relationship with that person? So when writing down your desires, make sure you're really writing down your desires, not your fleshly responses of what you think is possible or what you think you should do. What down, write down what you really, really want. And then also in analyzing my schedule, I ditched the schedule on the list. So this may be like a week, maybe two weeks. It's normally not more than two weeks, I don't think. But I ditched the schedule and the list because it overwhelms me and I'm not able to focus on it. So when I ditch the schedule and the list, I automatically have in my mind what my priorities are and I do them. So that will then show you what is important to you when you ditch the schedule and list because you make time for that. And then it'll also show you your fleshly um, mistakes and things. So say you end up, if you ditch the schedule and the list and you spend a bunch of time on social media. Okay, so you can take that, knowing that you probably shouldn't be spending that much time, you can ask yourself why you are doing that. So like, why am I spending so much time on social media? And for me, it's because I get bored. And so... Reels, recently I've been doing this more, which is really bad, but I tried to get away from it and was successful for a while. And then now recently I'm like, wait, why am I doing this? And it's because I'm bored. So I get on social media when I'm bored. And that to me, that helps you analyze your schedule to realize, okay, I am bored. I need something. I need motivation. I need um, purpose. It's just... It helps me to realize what is important to me and what, why I do what I do. So then also another one is exercise intuitively. So uh, like I've said before, exercise helps with uh, like your spiritual, your mental, emotional life as well. So in analyzing your schedule and this could be your training as well, is if you exercise intuitively, so say you just feel like going out for a walk, then go out for a walk. 
don't feel like you have to do your training that day. And if you want to do strength training, if you want to go biking, you're, you don't have to, and like in analyzing your schedule, you don't have to have a certain way to exercise. Because I feel like that when I do, when I am trying to analyze my schedule and I try to stick to a schedule in like training or whatever, saying like, oh, I have to go out for a run today. I have to do that. And when I say I have to do something, it's like something inside of me, there's this just not right. And so if I exercise intuitively during recovery, then I will not force my body to stress out or to be worn out even more. And it'll help me to be able to analyze what is important to me and what I really want to do rather than what I think I want to do. And then rest, of course, is huge because as you rest, it will help you to be able to think. And I'm not just saying rest by spending time on social media and sitting around. And it needs to be something that to you is restful and that, so if it's sleep, then sleep. If it's going for a walk, if it's going biking, if it's, um, I wouldn't necessarily say watch a movie unless it's a good one that, um, is like the, if Jesus were sitting there next to you, would you actually watch that movie? But so like resting is something that will allow you to rest, allow you to feel refreshed afterwards. Um, for Jesus, he retreated into the mountains a lot to pray. And so that is a big one. So you could do those rest and prayer together. Um, one of my favorite things actually during recovery is to do prayer walks. That has been, it is super restful to me. It refreshes me. It makes me feel closer to Christ, which makes me feel more fulfilled. And it just really helps. And then also in analyzing your schedule, you want to redeem the time. So a lot of times during recovery, redeeming the time is going to look totally different than if we're just, if we're training or if we're living a normal life or whatever it is. So redeeming the time is going to have to come from the prayer, your prayer time and reading the Bible to really understand how to redeem the time. Because for everybody, that's going to be completely different because of the situations we're in, the circumstances we're in, because of who we're around, because of who we are. We're all totally different. And so redeeming the time is going to be completely between you and the Lord because he is very big into rest and he doesn't want you to always go, go, go. Whereas some people in a certain situation and circumstance, they may be in a season where they need to go, 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 as long as they're focused on Christ. Uh, so really seeking God to help you redeem the time. And so my question to you is, what does your schedule say about your priorities? So in these seven tips, just sort of think to yourself about like when I was saying, write down your current schedule and your dream schedule, what does your current schedule say about your priorities? Because what you do has a reason behind it. And so does your reasons reflect your priorities? And is your priorities right? And do you actually do what you want to do? Or do you just do whatever 
you feel like needs done because you have no motivation or whatever. So just, I would encourage you to take these seven steps, even if you're not in a recovery mode, if you just really want to analyze your schedule and take some time to do that, this would help as well. And so I will leave you guys with that and you can find the list um, on the blog post. I'll leave a link below like usual and I will see you next time. Thank you.